All right, what's up? Welcome back to the Kadash podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And um, in this episode, we're going to continue on. We're really going to start the first um, episode of um, The Secret Place. Um, and I believe this one we're just going to call, uh, I don't know, like confidence or, or I don't know what we'll call it. But we're going to talk about um, the first secret place, um, the first dwelling place of God. And um, and 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 what happened there? What happened there? And, and and so we have an understanding of what hinders us from accessing this uh, communion with God, um, intimate relationship with Him. Right? A lot of people talk about that nowadays, and I feel like. Um, there's not too much context on it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I want to bring some life to it, a little bit more life to it. And not, not everything. Of course, I always say, right, don't, don't, don't take what I'm saying as it's only this thing. There are many things in many ways and, and well, not many ways, of course, Jesus only, but there are other, other secret place. I'm sure, um, you know, revelations that have been given to different people, but I'm going to just speak on um, just what, how I feel and what I think and, and what has helped me. I'm, I'm speaking on my relationship with Christ, right? That's the um, title of this podcast or the the information is that, hey, you know, this is you know, my relationship with Christ and just, you know, me just basically get on, getting on here and babbling on about, you know, how, how awesome Jesus is in relationship with him. And it's just so beautiful. It's something that I I never want to let go of um, until I die and uh, and I'm letting go of the world and I'm in his hands, you know, um, or, or passing on, whatever, not letting go of the world because I want to already let go of that. <laughs> but uh, um, so we're going to talk about the first secret place, right? Um, and, and we're going to start in Genesis, of course, and just what happened because a lot of people are still living, you know, like, as I've said in the past podcast, a lot of people are still living um, back in the garden. And this is the place where we have, we just need to, you know, like, like uh, Paul says, I believe, right. We need to renew our mind. Um, we need to have an understanding of a clean conscience because, you know, without faith, right. It's impossible to please God. We, we have to have faith. Look at what, what Jesus, right now I'm reading through the book of Matthew and it's beautiful. I feel like it's really connecting to what I'm trying to come across here. Look at the things that Jesus did when he was healing people and bringing people back to life. It was their faith. He says, of course, it's, it's Jesus, you know, you know, working his, uh, you know, his miracles or whatever the case is. But a, a big part that he points out at is, is your faith has made you well. Your faith, he marveled at their faith. He believed, like a lot of these people, when they came to him, they say, you know, speak it and it will be done. Um, you know, if you will just come and lay your hand, you know, this person will be healed, right? They, there was a confidence that they had um, in him, um, knowing that he was going to, um, that he was going to, complete or or heal or whatever the case was right that he was going to to do what it is that they have asked um of him because of their faith in him knowing that he can do it and that's a big part of 
our lack of intimacy with God is not believing that we can be intimate with God. And that's what I want to kind of bring light to and, and understanding through our mindset as um, that needs to be changed when we are born of Adam and now we're um, you know, born of the Spirit. What ways do we renew our mind to have an understanding of the things of the Spirit, um, right? Because it's it's after we renew our mind that then we're able to test and discern and know God's good and perfect, pleasing will, right? So it's and, and how do we renew our mind? But through the Word of God, that's how we do it. That's how we have understanding, right? That's how we gain understanding, like right in Proverbs. That's how we gain wisdom, right? He provides us through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the combination of His Word. He provides us with revelation and knowledge that gives us wisdom to apply it out in our uh, walk, in our earthly walk, right, while we're here. So let's start in Genesis 2.15. And um, let's see. So it says, it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. So this is the place. The Garden of Eden is the place that they have to where, where they commune with God, which we'll see later, okay? So there is a place. There's a place that he was put, okay, by God, okay? And then we'll, this will be connected later on. Um, verse. Now we're going to go through verse, uh, go to verse 25, same chapter. Yeah, same chapter. And it says, Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. Okay, this is important. This is how we should feel in the secret place. Confident. Confident, right? That's what, whenever I think of no shame, that's what I think of is confidence. Um, so they were in this place. They had confidence. God was there, etc. So let's, let's remember these things. Okay, let's bring them to the forefront of our mind, as in, and then we're going to see what happens to our nature after the fall. And this is where what we have access to now is what they experienced prior to. Okay, that's the understanding that we need to have in the renewing of the mind. Okay, he has placed us in a place now, which is, the Bible says that we are hidden with Christ in God. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's cool, right? And, uh, and we have confidence later on. All right, that's what the verse, a verse I'm going to talk about later. Okay, but it's the renewing of the mind. Right now, our nature is we are born of flesh, right? The Bible says what is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Remember when Jesus tells Nicodemus, you know, you must be born again. Okay, so there is a mindset that we have. And, and even some people that they may know God's name, right? And it's reminding me of in Matthew where he says, you know, many will say, Lord, Lord. But I'm going to say, depart from me. So there are people that know of the Lord, right? But still haven't stepped into the fullness of what God has to offer them through the blood of Jesus. Okay? We have to have an understanding of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you have to desire these things because, and he will give them to you. It's beautiful. Okay? So let's go through, uh, go to verse uh, Genesis 3, 8. Okay? This is beautiful. Oh, I love this. What This is my favorite, almost my favorite part probably of this podcast. Okay? So let's let's pay attention here. Genesis 3:8. Okay? It says, "Then the man, 
so we're reading what eight to ten eight to ten okay so then the man and his wife heard the sound of the lord god as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the lord god so remember this is after before i keep going this is after the fall okay they hid from the lord god among the trees of the garden but the lord god called to the man where are you he answered i heard you in the garden and i was afraid because i was naked so i hid listen to this they heard the sound of the lord so whenever you hear a sound and you know what it is imagine you have never heard the sound of a monkey before okay you wouldn't know what it is right you wouldn't probably pay attention you know maybe you would be like um curious to find out what it is but it says they heard the sound of the lord god okay so they had a familiarity of the sound of what the lord sounded like walking in the garden in the cool of the day okay so this wasn't something that's how people know that this wasn't something that just happened one time right because think about it right think about all the times like angel appeared angels appeared to people in throughout the bible the old testament or, or whatever you know whenever they appeared to joseph immediately they were afraid right they were afraid so they didn't they weren't familiar with it okay but they were they knew what the if 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 Joseph knew the sound of the of of the angels coming to him, he wouldn't have been afraid, right? Okay, so let's think about this. But they are afraid, but it's because of what was going on inside of them and in their heads and stuff and whatnot. So first off, okay, so they were placed in a place. They felt no shame. They had confidence. The fall happened. Okay, then they hear the sound of the Lord. They're familiar with it. He's walking. Okay, he's not running, he's not, he's, he's walking. So, you know, let's just think about, let's picture this in our mind, okay? In the garden, in the cool of the day, they hid from him. They hid, they heard the sound of him, they were familiar with him, they hid. So they no longer had the, the confidence that they had, right? The Lord God called to the man. Listen to this. He called to the man. He called to the man. And he answered. So he knew not only did he know what the sound of the Lord coming in, he knew his voice. Ooh, this is good. He knew his voice. You have access to this now. And it's by faith. It is by faith. I hope that this podcast musters up your, your faith bigger than a mustard seed. Bigger than a mustard seed. Okay? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And I wasn't going to read verse 11, but I'm going to read it. It says, and he said, who told you that you were naked? Who told you? Who gave you this knowledge that caused him to run? See, that's where the renewing of the mind comes, is we have to get rid of this knowledge, right? And we have to step into what God has for us now, okay? Genesis 3, 23. This will be the last one in Genesis that we're going to talk about. Okay, it says, so the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. Okay, so, so because of what happened, he was banished from this place. He was banished from this place. 
because of what had taken place. But listen, let me tell you, Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus, he, ooh, we're, now we're going to, all right, so now, this is, this might be a short podcast, I don't know, we're already at 12 minutes, but um, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 10 now, let me get there, sorry, it's at the very end, and I don't even have it bookmarked either, but I know more or less where it is, okay. All right. Hebrews 10, 19. Okay. Listen to the, and, and at the, at the top of this uh, chapter, like, you know, how it has the header. It says a call to persevere in faith. Okay. We're going to read Hebrews 10, 19, 19 through 22. It says, therefore, okay, which means because of everything that he was talking about before, which it says Christ sacrificed once and for all. So let's see what his sacrifice did for us. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. Yes. So through the blood of Jesus, we have now given, we have, shame has fallen off. We now have confidence to enter the most holy place. Okay. So at first we were banished from the most holy place. Now we have confidence to enter through what Jesus did. We have confidence to enter. And, and you know, Paul talks a lot about the, about the conscience. And, 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 and your conscience has been cleansed, okay? So just you need to step into, into, by faith, the understanding of that, okay? So now we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body and since we have a great high priest over the house of god let us draw near to god so think about it in genesis they were running away they were hiding they were fearful right they were naked they were ashamed okay but now you have confidence and and not only do you have confidence to enter in you can draw near you can draw near with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings okay having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us listen to this from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water your conscience is now cleansed see that's the thing is a lot of us are still living in shame and man i tell you draw near to God, okay? Get rid of the distractions and draw near. Your shame will fall off. See, a lot of a lot of us don't, we're living in shame. And, 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 and there's so many distractions that are drawing us away from God that are causing us not to be near to him. Or we're just like going to church on Sundays is not enough. And it shouldn't, you shouldn't, I feel like it's how, a lot of people are just getting by just to say that, oh, I went to church and, oh, you know, that, that makes, that, that, that makes me a good person. And, and, and this, I'm not saying that this is what they're saying to people, but this is what they're telling themselves in their head. Um, and I feel like that's, that's a lie from the enemy is, is, is letting you think that that's okay and enough. And I'm not saying that we should strive, 
But I'm saying is that there is a good father that loves you and wants a relationship with you and wants to commune with you that it's it's just like giving time to your earthly father. Like it's it's he and, and he is above that. Think about it. I remember I can't remember where specifically in the Bible it says, but um it talks about how he is greater than even your your closest earthly family, right? Um and I just really feel like oh they're just we need to renew our mind and just really have an understanding of what Jesus actually did. And I'm telling you, the secret place is where we want to stay. A lot, a lot of the Bible testifies to nearness. It 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 may say it in different ways, but it testifies to nearness. The word, right? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus is the word made flesh, okay? So when I think of the word or, or, or when Jesus says to um, hear my words, I really connect and I feel like these things are connected and intertwined. And I'm going to show you that in uh, Psalm 1, one of my favorite Psalms, and I'm going off because that was supposed to be the last one, but I just really want to bring an understanding. Psalm 1, it says, blessed is the one who does not, you know, all these things, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. This person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither and whatever they do prospers. So blessed is the one, think of it, whose delight is in Jesus. The law of the Lord is not just the law of the Lord. The law of the Lord is also the word. And the word is also Jesus and the word and Jesus is also God, right? Okay. We delight in Jesus. And then it says that this person is like a tree. So you're the tree planted by streams of water. When I think of the stream of water, I think of the nutrition that the word provides. But not only is this word, is it the word or the law of the Lord, but it's also Jesus and it's also God. Right? Right? He was the word made flesh. In the beginning was the word. That's, that's uh, what is that? John, John 1. Right? I believe. I'm pretty sure. I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> John 1. Yes, John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was... Nothing was made that has been made, and him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. So, a lot, it's, the whole point of this word is to, is to, for me, this is a part of it, like I say, the whole, the Bible awakens me to my nearness to God. My nearness to God brings everything that I could possibly desire. Everything that I could possibly desire is in Him. 
and it awakens and it comes to life when I draw near. The ability to draw near was provided by Jesus in what he did on the cross. And the Bible says that pleasures forevermore are found at his right hand. So now, because of what Jesus did, I have access to what I long for. Think about it. We desire pleasure in life, right? But the thing is, is our minds haven't been renewed. Therefore, what we seek ple pleasurably or pleasure, it ultimately leads to destruction, right? In the flesh, the things we seek that are pleasure to our flesh lead to destruction. But through the renewing of the mind, through the understanding of the closeness and the nearness and the ability to access this secret place and this communion with God, right? Um, later on, we'll talk about this verse in probably another podcast, but um, it says that, um, you know, we're, when you pray, you're, you're supposed to close, you know, the door, you know, and, and, and your father who is in secret, you know, will hear you, etc. I don't have the whole verse memorized, but the ability to have this access, it's, it, it needs to be understood and revealed. And that's where what we are seeking is really at. That's where it really is. And um, I hope that this course of these next few podcasts really break through um, our minds together as a community um, and just an understanding that we have access simply and what our heart and our mind, our soul, what it longs for is accessible and it's in nearness to God. And um, the beautiful thing about being near to him is when you are near, you reflect his nature. And think about it, right? Whatever you're close to, whatever you have in your mind, whatever you're pursuing is what you reflect. You take on those characteristics. You start to wear those clothes. You start to say those things. You start to act that way. Choose Jesus. Because I'm telling you, as you behold his glory, you will be transformed into the same likeness from glory to glory to glory. And there is no joy and no pleasure like what is found from being near. So let's pray. Uh, awesome God, thank you for your son. Thank you for the ability to draw near. Thank you that, yes, his blood has cleansed us, but it's unto nearness. And uh, when we pass and leave this earth, it's the fullness of nearness. And uh, thank you that we get to taste that while we're down here on the earth. Um, it's, it's so beautiful, and we're so grateful for it, Lord. Um, for those who haven't experienced this nearness, Lord, I pray that you 
captivate their hearts, that you touch them right now and draw them near. Help them recognize that you are the living water and you bring life to their very being and soul and in you is pleasures forevermore. Show them the way. Reveal that to them right now in Jesus' name. Cover them with your blood. Cover, their, cover and cleanse their conscience. Awaken them to the truths of your word so that they may draw near as a son and as a daughter of the Most High God. I say these things in Jesus' name. Amen.